this is the Scum and Sneak fantasy football show about the LV Dynasty Fantasy Football League that we are all in. Sneak, happy week 11 Thursday. It's Thursday. It's game night. It's the kickoff of week 11. Three weeks to playoffs. Y'all better buckle up. Like I've been saying, it's one of the biggest weeks, especially, you know, we're nearing towards the playoffs. There's not much time to make up ground. A lot of important matchups, which we will talk about today. But first, we've got to do a nonsense minute. Schneek, Thanksgiving one week away. Let's just get the side talk rolling. I know that it's a, it's a major thing we love to discuss. And like we did with Halloween candy, today we're going to talk about controversial, maybe like less liked signs. So you have to do a keep trade cut between cranberry sauce, sweet potato casserole, green bean casserole. Oh, so simple. I am cutting green bean casserole. Disgusting. I am keeping uh, sweet potato casserole and I am trading cranberry sauce. I mean, go ahead. Give me your reasons there. What do you like about sweet potato casserole? Well, I love sweet potatoes. Uh, it's got the brown sugar usually in it. It's got the marshmallows in it. So it's a mixture of that sweet, a little bit of, um, uh, you can throw some butter on there. You can, it's just, it's more of my types of food. Uh, cranberries and cranberry sauce to me is just uh, pointless and stupid, but I know a lot of people love it. So I will trade that and I can get something back in exchange. And green bean casserole is just absolutely disgusting and worthless and stupid. And it's just gross and it looks gross and it's horrible. So I can just going to literally, I'm going to cut it so fast and throw it over the cliff. All right. Now, with all due respect, you are absolutely wrong and have no taste at all. You are just a barbarian and an ignoramus. I love green bean casserole. Just the, the creamier, the better. Gimme, 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 yeah. gimme, gimme. With the mushrooms, come on. Some, oh, gosh. some fried onions on top. Mm, come on. Oh, oh. Oh. So keeping that for sure. I will also trade cranberry sauce. Also because I, I'm down to cut uh, sweet potato casserole. I don't hate it as much as you hate green bean, but I'm just like, I don't need like the sweet. Maybe I don't need the brown sugar. Give me savory during dinner, and then we'll have pie and whatever afterwards. So give, get your fake in-between dessert with your fake in-between of a pumpkin and a potato out of here. Just kidding. I love sweet potatoes, but still cut it. Cut, cut, cut. Cut, cut, cut. You know, I don't, I've never understood green bean casserole. It looks like just freaking snot and gross crap. Have you ever actually tried it? Probably not. Even after all the years where we've had it, we've had a bunch of them. I think we've had like multiple variations of green bean casserole at Friendsgiving. And so just, nope, don't even touch it, huh? Nope, I just steer clear, don't even want to look at it. Just load up with double mac and cheese. Just typical snake. Classic. Well, folks, if you're listening, tell us your keep trade cut. Also tell, I mean, like, it was kind of hard for me to find three that were, like, generally disliked, I guess. I think those are the three. But, I mean, who doesn't love masters? Who doesn't love stuffing? Come on. Oh, Couldn't, gosh. couldn't add those in. You know how 
like it's a consensus stuffing is just the number one side and love of everyone basically on thanksgiving how come we don't ever eat it other than thanksgiving that's a good question i would eat it it almost it feels wrong i think i've actually tried i think there's one time for whatever reason i don't know what it was and it wasn't christmas either i think it was just some random day and i was like i'm gonna make we're gonna have stuffing and it just didn't seem right. It seemed wrong in some way. I get that it would feel wrong. Did you did you eat it with like turkey and gravy or no? I think I just I probably ate it with like grilled chicken or some other type of okay. main dish. Like it was just I'm gonna we're gonna have stuffing in like June. <laughs> and it tasted good, but it felt wrong. I could see that. What what I used to well. So when I worked at Marie Calendars, one of their staples was their turkey dinner, and they had it all year round. So I'd get that from time to time. It was just a Thanksgiving meal. It was sliced turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes, and stuffing. And I would eat that, but at least it felt right in the mixture, even if I was having it in, like, March. <laughs> yeah. I get you. I mean, I can pick out enough stuffing on Thanksgiving for the year. I mean, it's just herbed bread, essentially. So probably shouldn't be eating it all the time anyway. Yeah, you gotta get some you gotta get some butter on there. Uh oh my, my gosh, dude, stuffing is so good. I'm gonna this is what I end up doing at Thanksgiving is I eat all the sides and I have like one slice of turkey. And that's okay, honestly. The sides are the best part. This this I mean, I, I'll have a ton of stuff stuffing, mashers, mac and cheese. I'll even do a a, a butter roll uh, and then like right there in like the middle, there'll be a a hunk or two of turkey and it just always gets pushed to the wayside but this year i'm doing a butter olive oil chipotle pepper rub on my turkey and i'm hoping it just comes out super super flavorful my issue with turkey is that it usually doesn't have it's not flavorful and it's it's usually dry usually doesn't have the flavor so i you know, and I'm not a great, I'm not the biggest gravy guy. So like, I know putting gravy on your turkey is a lot of what a lot of people do. But for me, I'm going to try to make, I'm going to try to make my turkey the way I make sneak chicken. And I'm hoping it comes out the same way. Yeah. So you mean the same flavors, which are super same good. flavors, nice and juicy. So I feel, so it'll be a little bit more kicked up and fun yeah. as opposed to just your, like what, like, what do you do with your turkey? If you're not deep, well, I guess you deep fry it, but like if you're not deep frying it, are you just what are you basting it with? What are you what are you seasoning it with? I mean, same thing: salt, pepper, onion, garlic. Um, do some of the fall seasoning, so like some sage, some rosemary, Italian stuff. Just throw it all in there. Just do it up. What you got to do? Make sure you get under the skin and put the marinade in there too. So really dig in there, right? Again, under that flap. And rub it up good and then to keep it moist i know it's a fun word for everyone moist uh you have a turkey bag or an oven bag i guess mm-hmm. yeah so that's the key oven bag right. put a little flour in there perfect well, that's uh, i'm cooking the turkey this good. year and i'm going i'm going for it. maybe it'll it'll maybe i'll have three slices instead of my typical two yeah <laughs> Over over season it and get all up in there. Get under, just really violate that turkey. That's how you got to do it. Which I'll be doing here. Uh, what's today? Thursday. 
I gotta do that tomorrow. I gotta clean the turkey. Oof. Oh yeah, Friendsgiving on Saturday, huh? Can't believe I'm missing it. I know you're flying down secretly. Don't worry. I know you're on a plane right now. You can't trick me. I'm currently driving as we record. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, let's get into these matchups. I've been teasing this big week 11 four days. We just got to get into it now. And we're going to start off with one of the premier matchups of the season, the battle of the bottom buddies. Oh, yeah. Big T, Scum's team, versus Let's Ride, Big T's team. I got for a confusion there. Perfect. Uh, my friend Tyler has not set his lineup yet, so that the projections favor me, but only by five. So once he gets players in, Tyler will be favored. Uh, you talked about this yesterday with your dope of Greg Dulcich. I think he will have to go jumbo. So ultimately, he's going to move. Pacheco to that running back spot instead of Rashad White, move Dulcich up, and then he's going to have to either find two receivers on the waiver wire or play like an Aguilar or if Josh Reynolds plays or maybe his, you know, your favorite guy, Shai Smith. But it's not, there's not a lot of options for T with um, DK Metcalf and Scotty Miller on a bye. Mm -hmm. So even though his projections are going to surpass mine, I don't know if he's going to maneuver enough to feel confident in winning. So I, I think I'm going to take this. I've got T Higgins back. Uh, we've talked about uh, Rondell Moore and Josh Palmer being at least necessary in their offenses. So their baseline is fine. Um, maybe Hollywood comes back for Monday night, Hollywood Brown, which is fine. I'll just play him and plug him in, but yeah. I don't know. The T has an advantage at quarterback and running back. I have advantage at wide receiver. He probably has a tight end advantage. So fairly even. I don't know. I'm going to pick me, of course, to win because it's me. But what are your thoughts? I was definitely going to be picking you to win. It just seems like exactly what you said. The maneuvering and the shaking up of T's lineup on what he can and can't do with the buys and where they need to go. It's just, it's not going to be enough. You guys are both probably going to get in that between that 80 to hundred. I, it's not going to be high scoring. It's probably going to still be close, but I do expect you to win. Uh, you know, you've got, I mean, T Higgins could have a big game. Pickett's been doing twenties. So it's just going to determine if you can maybe get a plunge score or two from your running backs. But T other than where he's sitting at, exactly what you talk about with the lineup maneuvering. Really, I just don't see a path that he's going to get that get the win. Uh, your team, I think, is just all all around better. You're gonna you're gonna be the prevailing winner of the bottom buddies. You will end up topping old Big T and going getting your first win and solidifying T uh, at the the full full bottom of the the league. The last place team. He has his own pick. So he's going to have the best quote-unquote odds, whatever that means. Do nothing, Kamish. What, <laughs> what if both our teams just go crazy and we both score like 150 points this week? How hilarious would that be? Like that would be amazing top, if you guys – if we're just watching this scores. matchup unfold and it's just 
touchdown, touchdown, big play, big play. And it's just big blows back and forth. It would, that would be super fun. I predict that's going to happen too. The bottom buddies are going to show out on the biggest stage. It's just what we do. All right, now let's get into the actual important matchups. <laughs> um, where do we want to start? Let's do, um, and today we're going to use the sleeper standings instead of our power ranks, just to talk about just so that we can put in context like the playoff positioning. So let's start with the number five team in our standings, Hesse's Let's Suck My Andrews versus the number nine team, Smith, Ben 08's Sawyer Payton. Jesse's five and five, Ben's four and six, so only a game separates them. If Ben wins, he's back in the hunt, but he's the one that has more issues. He's got both Tom Brady and Trevor Lawrence on a bye, so he's forced to play Jared Goff, which, I mean, there's worse options, but he's kind of sporadic. Cooper Cup, we know, is on IR, going to miss a few games, so Ben has to find a replacement there. And also just his up and down, Jonathan Taylor and Alvin Kamara, like they'll have huge games, they'll have dud games. Same thing with DJ Moore, more on the dud side. And Jesse has the Ravens stack back. He's got Dalvin Cook, of course. He's got Deontay Foreman, who's going to get a bunch of carries, one would assume. Um, Jesse has his own bye week issues, but he's got some of the depth that seems to at least have startable guys in there, with the exception of Robert Woods tonight. But once Ben makes his line of decisions, what do you think the outcome of this one's going to be? This is an easy call for me. It's Hesse all the way. Uh, cup hurt, inconsistency out of Ben's running backs are going to do him in. Goff could either go for like 11 or 40. Uh, really, that's kind of how that Lions offense is, in my opinion. And what you just said, Hesse's got it. It seems to be he's got everyone back. He's not going to have his bucks, but he's Ben's team's just not as good as what some of the names show a lot of inconsistency uh hesse after the big win last week i'm expecting him to continue that uh, and solidify himself in the playoffs i would say the same thing hesse will go to six and five have a nice nice leg up on some of the other teams that are contending and then i think this loss will effectively eliminate ben from playoff contention see what he does we'll see like I said, the trade deadline is next week, so he's got a chance to make some moves. He could even make some today in order to improve his chances on Sunday, but um, I don't think he's going to do that. So, oh, it's playing probably for next year when he has, you know, Taylor, Cup back, Calvin Ridley back, and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Another big playoff matchup we've got. Gooch in that number seven spot at five and five versus Doug, our number four team at six and four. And Gooch started off looking kind of rough at the beginning of the year, but he's kind of come on. Doug has been steady. He's been what we thought he would be. He's got good running backs, got decent quarterback play. Um, He pieces it together at wide receiver. So this is, I think, a pretty evenly matched game, but I think you know, to go along with your call of Gooch being in the playoffs this week, I think he's going to win. And that makes this our upset of the week. Scum and Sneak upset of the week. Scum and Sneak upset of the week. Upset of the week. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes, it is. This is the upset of the week. Number seven over number four. Doug has been, like you said, very consistent, very surprisingly on a four-game win streak, currently sitting at the number four spot. His team is pretty good. If he can put a lot more of it together, if he gets more consistent play out of those receivers, then it can be very good. But like we said, we've been talking, we think Gooch is going to be the the riser here. I like his matchups. I like the Jimmy G uh, matchup against Arizona on Monday. Barkley against Detroit should be very, very juicy. You called for a big Dylan game, and his receivers are pretty stinking good with Hopkins and McLaurin with Heineke. So I expect Gooch to make this very, very good upset, beating Doug, continually to rise up. He's one spot currently away from playoffs. He makes this win. He probably, I don't know the logistics of it all, but gets into at least that sixth spot a couple of weeks away from playoffs. And I don't think the loss is going to do is going to drop Doug out of anything, but you know, we got to pick an upset. This is right for the taking in my opinion. Uh, and I, we we're really excited for, for the way that these matchups are. We love to see these types of matchups before playoffs. And this is exactly the kind of matchup we want to keep our eyes on. Gooch beats Doug upsets him upset of the week. We've got two fun reverse stacks in this game. We haven't had those in a little while, but Jimmy G on Chase's side to Debo on Doug's side. And, you know, we'll see. Debo was hurt for a while, missed a couple games, came back, wasn't utilized like we saw. And I think that's just because with, you know, full healthy weapons, the Niners offense can utilize everybody. They don't have to rely on Debo as a runner and receiver. So and we'll see if he can kind of come back to the form that we saw last year. Um, reverse that though we've got Kyler Murray if he plays which I think he probably will um, to DeAndre Hopkins on Monday night so uh, that's something to watch and then also big implication just for tonight's game uh, which we will talk about but Derrick Henry and the Packers defense on Doug's side and then Ada Dillon and Christian Watson on Chase's side so we'll, we'll get a good sense of that match tonight after tonight's game just seeing who of those guys actually has, you know, big games or, or disappoints. But we'll talk about that one soon. And now three matchups done. Let's take a break and hear a word from one of our sponsors. This week's episode of the Scum and Sneak Show is brought to you by Sneak Inc. We've been a little dormant recently. The holidays, the winter has come in. We've done a lot of work behind the scenes. We've got a couple new conglomerates to, to talk to you guys about. Just want to debut them and announce that we now have Sneak Sweeps uh, line of brooms for all of your cleaning needs in and outside of the house on the property. We have Sneak Sheeps where we talk about all the different techniques of herding your sheep herds out there in the fields and what you need to do the do's and the don'ts there so a couple new things to think about when you think about sneak ink we are just in the market to control your entire life one way or the other so if you need anything done always think sneak ink and we're back Oh, one of our biggest sponsors, Sneak Inc., keeps growing, keeps evolving. I love to see it. You know what? The one I'm really interested in is Sneak Sweeps because underrated things, something we don't think about 
too much because it's the boring part of holiday parties, but you got to clean up afterwards. You got to have your broom, if your regular broom for the inside. And then you got to have your big push broom if you're hosting outside. Just sure. shove everything into the rocks or whatever. So exactly. I, I recently signed up for Schneek Sweeps, got my broom recommendations, nice horsehair bristles. It's a lovely thing. So sign up, guys. Love it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Moving on to the next matchup, we've got our number three in our standings team, uh, Votum Oran Cheritz, number one, Inu Arhertz versus the number six, the last team in the playoffs, Dayson's Herb Stomp team. And I, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Dayson is my faller out of the playoffs. Brendan has like a full strength team. It looks like no buy issues, really no injuries that we know of that's going to make someone miss. And I think this game is going to be uh, a route. It's going to be a steamroll. Schneek, it's going to be a blowout. Best coming, Schneek, blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Blowout of the week. Let's go. Yes, it is. Brendan blows out, absolutely destroys Dayson, where he will then start to very, very heavily think about his total existence in fantasy football and in life. Brendan absolutely puts the beat down, blows him out of the water. I don't see any way that that is just not true. Juicy matchups across the board for Brendan. Like you said, no injuries, no question marks. Dayson has a lot of question marks, a lot of performance issues. Uh, what kind of Devonte Adams are we going to get? What kind of uh, Antonia Gibson are we going to get? Does Jamal Williams continue to get a bunch of scores? Herbert, I've talked about. If he doesn't get his weapons back, he is going to be a dud and not good. You've mentioned it. Deontay Johnson is just not performing as the quote-unquote number one receiver. There's nothing that Dayson can do to the inevitable blowout that Brendan will put on him and himself. And it's just, it's just going to be a scary sight. Dayson, if you continue to have performance issues, uh, make sure you hit up our other sponsor, Jay Romans. But I'd like to see him get Ramondre Stevenson in the lineup, which I think he will do. Uh, Ramondre's been good. It'll help maybe ease this blowout a little bit. But, I mean, I think the biggest thing that's going to be a dud, and it's not an official dope or anything, but just because he's so good. But I think we're looking at a down stuff on Diggs week this week. Uh, one, we just, you know, Josh Allen's still kind of ailing with that elbow a little bit. Didn't look exactly right, even though they you know, moved the ball fine last week. But uh, the snow, the snow game is really what's um, factoring in here. I don't expect too much passing success. I'm gonna, I mean, maybe they'll move that game. They might not play in Buffalo, but they're saying six feet of snow this weekend. So if that game no. is there, uh, that's what they said. Six feet? Six feet. That's what I saw. Like what? You can't, you're not you're not gonna see Devin Singletary. He's just gonna be buried. He's gonna be like that is no way. Where did you see that? That is insane. Instagrams. Six feet right of now. snow. 
That's what they said. I'm losing my mind over this. So, I mean, they if that doesn't let up, they're probably going to move it. But, uh, you know, maybe they won't. I don't know. Holy smokes. So, yeah, it's not a snowbank game. Going to be wild. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. But either way, I don't expect a huge game from Stefan Diggs. That's the point. That's the point here. And then Brandon's side, uh, I expect big things out of the Mahomes Kelsey stack against the Chargers in prime time. Oh, so sad. Two ruined Sunday nights for me in a row. But um, yeah, Jacob should run all over Denver. AJ Brown will probably bounce back because that's what he does after a bad games. Um, Christian McCaffrey should run all, run all over the Cardinals. And even if it is still a split with him and Eli Mitchell, like he's going to score a touchdown or he's going to have a bunch of catches. Like he'll do enough to get a bunch of points. And that's just going to, that's just going to take him over the top. It probably won't be one of the bigger blowouts that we've seen this year, but every other matchup this week should be very close. So mm-hmm. blowout of the week for Brendan. And, you know, Dazon gets himself in a little little heat for that playoff mix. So maybe make a move. That help, and that always helps me. I'm always look, I'm always excited about the demise of Dayson. <laughs> Let's go to the the matchup that affects not playoffs, uh, like if you're gonna make the playoffs or not, but the top seeds. This would be a really big thing if our number two team. Joe Marturo could beat the number one Gee Buttersnaps. If if Eric can beat Wade one, it'll just be a big um, morale booster after after losing last week, and also it'll put Wade in a little in a tougher position um, to hold on to that number one overall seed and the bye because as we know, you're going to beat Wade next week. So this could be the first of Wade's two losses if Eric can make it happen. Could be. Uh, I did talk about that after I was going to and did beat Earn that then he loses to Wade and then he continues to lose and limps into the playoffs. Uh, but current projections are showing that Ernie should win. Yeah, Wade's got it tough because he's missing his two Dolphins receivers this week, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. So mm-hmm. both have been absolutely killing it this year that's where he's had a lot of his his success so um big blow for wade and then ernie gets back the Bengals from off by so joe burrow huge upgrade over russell wilson um david montgomery should return to what we saw before in previous years where he's just getting all the work with khalil, khalil herbert on ir and then yeah mixon alan rod jefferson eckler we know there's gonna be great so I think uh, Eric can pull off the mini upset here, but I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Josh Allen has three rushing touchdowns in the snow game. If Nick Chubb does the same, because he should get a lot of work if they're not going to have success passing. Um, CD Lamb just had a huge blow up game, and I think maybe a sign of things to come. And then here's the the real swing here. Kadarius Toney. My hope this week, if he has a big game, like I said, that'll help Wade make up some of the projection deficit here. If, if that 8.3 turns into like a 20, 
mm-hmm. Wade's got more of a shot. But if Kadarius Tony has does what he what we've seen before too and puts up three points, then then it's Eric's week. So there's there's my swing um, spot right there. My swing state, Kadarius Tony. The swing state. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Let's go ahead and give Ernie the win here. Josh Allen snow game. No Dolphins receivers. Uh, I don't. I mean, Lamb coming off that good game because he continued that. Uh, Chubb snow game is probably going to be running more, but it's just going to be difficult. So I agree with you. As much as I uh, want to continue on that, I after me beating Ernie, uh, that's right, I beat Eric E. Fritz last week in case anyone <laughs> forgot or wasn't paying attention. But he does beat Wade, and then I beat Wade next week to give Wade two losses on the year before playoffs. So that's a good call. We see that Ernie has Pitts in there because Ertz got Ooh, hurt. I was going to go there, yep. So he hasn't played Pitts in a while uh, against Chicago. We'll see what happens there. And I'm expecting a bounce-back game from Eckler. Eckler didn't score last week. So, yeah, Ernie gets the win here. Happy. Uh, just a quick quick Pitts talk, a little throwback. Any hope for, for a Pitts decent game this week? Fine matchup. I don't have any hope for it. Yeah. Man, just uh that offense is so weird. They're they're fine, but like and Arthur Smith came out earlier in the year and it's just been kind of coming up again where he like he said he doesn't care about fantasy, it's it's dumb, whatever. So it almost feels like he's purposely like we won't use Kyle Pitts, we won't use Cordell Patterson. Like last week he had three rushes or something. So he just right. really wants to do other things to stick it to fantasy football players. Apparently. Right. Yep, exactly. He does. What a what a dummy. An idiot. All right, we'll end with another stellar matchup. The five and five Snake Inc. growing, uh, absorbing all the Earth's resources. Just an unstoppable force against Lift Me Up at four and six. So, Shane, we already predicted, I already said it yesterday, you're going to get your third win, three-game win streak. You're going to solidify yourself in that playoff mix even more, probably going to bump Jimbo out. But is there a chance that that doesn't happen? I really don't see how. Maybe if he has a massive Miles Sanders game, Goddard hurt, maybe they lean a little bit on the run. Maybe Sanders can get into the passing game. Uh let me see here. He's better gets a big game out of Lazard and Aaron Jones tonight if he wants to put some fear into my brain. Uh, he also needs to change his name. He's been lifting me up for a while. He needs to come <laughs> and do something else there to give himself a little spark. Uh, I don't – I'm not expecting a big game out of out of uh, Michael Carter against the, against the Patriots unless it's garbage time. Not expecting the big game out of Drake London. Uh, so there is, and then I guess snow game, Donovan Peoples Jones. Maybe I end up not playing him and try to, maybe I play Traylon. Uh, maybe I play Traylon tonight against the Packers. No, they, their secondary is too good. Maybe I go, maybe I go jumbo and get Hunter Henry in there. I don't know, but there is a chance he wins. I'm picking myself to win. It just seems like it's all coming up to where it's inevitable. Sneak after all the moving and the shaking and the resigning to the fact that I'm not going to be good uh, to my better judgment. I am a lot better than I thought. 
I might as well just continue to win and get in the playoffs and see what I can do. Start throwing wrenches in everyone's plans. So I'll, I'll go ahead and get the win here. Uh, but we'll know a lot after tonight. He's got, like we said, Jimbo's got two good players tonight. If they dud out, then it's, uh, it's going to be really, really good for me. I like, I like the thought of going Jumbo against Jumbo. You might want to look at <laughs> That's perfect. You might want to look at playing Hunter Henry anyway instead of either Peoples or Dawson Knox. Oh, yeah. and both Dawson Knox is so. in the snow game. Gosh. So one of them probably should go and yeah, maybe play Traylon. Maybe I um, I toyed around with a hope of Traylon for you this week. I just couldn't pull the trigger. I wasn't that confident. But Westbrook Akine had a huge game last week. Two touchdowns, two bombs. I mean, like, they should be using Traylon in that role. So I, I know we've had this uh, Traylon back and forth all season. He was hurt for a good chunk of the year, so kind of put on pause. But um, – you know, getting back last week, he ran some routes, got some cardio in. So, uh, you know, may, maybe, maybe. Think about it. Mm. I'll have um, to give it some thought. A little mini reverse stack here to Zach Wilson, to Michael Carter. To your point, if it is garbage time, Michael Carter will probably see um, the passing work over James Robinson. So little, little mini reverse there. But excited mini, to see you in three in a row. Heck yeah. I'm doing it. I'm just going for it. I'm going for the wins. And I'm looking at it right now. I wonder why Jimbo isn't going big jets. Like why is um, Garrett Wilson on the bench? Hmm. Like you should definitely be playing over like Nico or Gallup. I know Nico right. scored last week, but Garrett Wilson, hello. Big hello. jets. Big jets. But hopefully Jim's flying he doesn't hear this so he doesn't make that move. We're getting you a win. I got to. All right. Got to get me in the win in the playoffs. We've we've talked about this game a lot. Uh, touched on it, teased it, ricocheted off of it a little bit. But it's time for America's favorite segment. Scum and sneak at the Thursday night game. Wrong. All righty. I'm excited for this one. It should be a fun one. Packers versus Titans. A lot of connections here with, like, the coaching staffs and everything. Um, I don't – I feel like it's a hard one to to pick. The Packers are, have been a weird team to peg all year. The Titans started off the season looking bad. It looked like it might be just like a lost year for them, and then they've rattled off a bunch of wins, are back to what they usually do. They're like top of the division, going to be in the playoffs. So what is – I'd like you to go first this week as I try to continue to put together my thoughts and my opinion on the game. I am going to say Titans win 22-17. Sticking with the trend of a fairly low-scoring game on Thursday night, I feel like this one could be one that kind of busts out of that. Um, I will also pick the Titans to win 28 which is a lot for them to 24 so not that okay. much more higher than yours but. all right we are on the same page which means the Packers will win tonight so if you guys want to go uh, make some bets take the Packers yeah go and defy us 
Well, she that's the matchup. That's week 11. Again, I'm excited just to watch what happens. I'm more of a bystander than I have been in the years past as we get closer to the playoffs, but right. it's super fun. The the parody in the middle, it's one of our themes this year, has just been super cool, and I like to see it. Hopefully, I'd like to see more more action and leave more moves for these teams to like to solidify these wins, right? But I guess beggars can't be choosers. Uh, we'll see what happens. And then sneak next week. It's Thanksgiving week, so we'll only be hitting you guys with one episode, but it'll be a long one again, and you'll have, you know, you can break it up um, as you do all your stuff for Thanksgiving. You can, uh, you know, maybe play it Thanksgiving dinner if you want to let all your families know who we are, who your favorite podcast is, and I hope you do that. I would love to be a part of your Thanksgiving. We would love to be a part of your Thanksgiving as we are always a part of your lives forever. See you guys then at week 12 Thanksgiving week and bye. out of me what are you doing here uh freaking katie freaking pew just popped in on me we're getting ready to record get back, get back to work what are you doing i'm going to bed check my status